thousands of years ago, before the dawn of man as we knew him, there was... My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. So, five years. Five years of creating content on the internet under the name Jonathan Blade. Now, Jonathan Blade existed before those five years. It was the name that I used for myself on game FAQs in the early days when I would post uh, game reviews. But when I started my YouTube channel, and I needed a name for the YouTube channel as a brand name, now I don't remember why I have two YouTube channels, why I have a brand YouTube channel and a user YouTube channel, but Jonathan Blade was my brand YouTube channel. So when the time came that I said, hey, I think I want to make some content, it seemed very organic to just call myself, or not myself, but my channel, Jonathan Blade. I believe the impetus was that I had just downloaded the PowerDirector Android application, and I needed a way to test it, to use it. It looked like something that was cool and fun, and I had used some some editors previously, both on desktop and on mobile, and they weren't very good, but PowerDirector looked to be quite good. So uh, I was huge into tech YouTube at the time, and there was a creator that I followed, Michael Fisher, who had just started his own YouTube channel under the name Mr. Mobile. And I dug his style, and basically the first video I did was a tribute to Michael Fisher's Mr. Mobile style, which was basically because Michael Fisher is a brilliant tech analyst, and he's a brilliant presenter, but he has an actor's background, and, and he has an eye for the fancy. So he created videos that looked like TV commercials, and he presented his products in a style that they were almost like commercials. So <laughs> I find that I found it alluring at the time. I still find Michael Fisher's content uh, very attractive. And so I did a video that was basically a tribute to what Michael Fisher does. And because of that, I created this intro. My handle is Jonathan Blade and I love consumer electronics. The newest Galaxy S smartphone or Sennheiser headphones make my eyes twinkle. But if I filled my CES desires, then my eyes would be twinkling on the streets because I didn't pay my rent. Fortunately, as with all popular mature toys, there are manufacturers satisfying the lower end of the market with quality, affordable, and functional kit. Join me as we take a look at the Colax QY8 Bluetooth Wireless Stereo Headset. So I did my first product review, and it was cool. It was a nifty experiment. And so I did that for a year, but I wasn't buying enough to actually run a tech YouTube channel. I didn't have a need for enough stuff, and I didn't have a love for it enough to buy all the things that I would be reviewing and to upgrade my equipment to the level that a tech YouTuber has for their channel. Tech YouTubers have the most polished channels on YouTube. They use some really expensive lighting and cameras, the best mics. They really go for quality in the presentation because their thing is technology, so they go for the best technology. Uh, but another interest of mine was movies, and I had been a fan of Movie Bob Chipman for longer than I can remember, for a long time. Like, maybe pre-2010, uh, these timelines tend to bleed together a little bit, but yeah, a long time. And so I said, you know what? 
I think that I'd like to review some movies. So the focus of the channel changed from tech to movies. And I did some really fun editing in these conversations or these these videos, these movie reviews that I did. And they were all very short, very quick. Like uh, there was a guy at the time who had a channel called One Minute Movie Reviews. Ideally, that's what I wanted to do. And so I did a few of those, but I did some longer movie reviews, and I really enjoyed it. But the production time on editing something that appealed to my ADHD sensibilities was really getting to me. Like, I wasn't building a following, because that really wasn't what I was putting my energies into. I was putting my energies into doing something that was fun and uh, nifty for me. It was kind of like when I did stand-up which is the thing that gave me the creation bug in the first place. I did stand-up for about a decade, and I was good, but I, w I never got really good because I didn't focus enough on repetition. Like, there were some staple jokes that I had that I would do over and over and over again until all the energy was drained out of them, but mostly I just liked to write. So I would craft new bits, and I'd do them once, and it, they would work all right, but they could be better, but I didn't spend time making them better because... It was just boring to bring the same things to stage over and over again, so I was always writing new stuff. And that's what it was like on my YouTube channel. Always trying something nifty, something new, trying to do some new effects, put some new visual layers in there, and not really polishing enough. But I was having a good time, but it was taking too much time. So in the process of doing these videos, at some point in time, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I've listened to a lot of podcasts for years, it's what gets me through my workday. It's what keeps me focused on task while I'm working, because if I just have white noise and what's in front of me, I can become easily distracted. So many podcasts, and one of the podcasts I listened to was one called Let Me Google That, and she had an episode where she was inviting guest hosts on for this uh, very quick show that she did. It's somewhere between a few minutes, ten minutes, very quick episodes. And she invited guests on to host the show uh, in one-off spots for a month or something. So yeah, this sounded like something that could work for me. I already had a brand. I was already comfortable recording on the microphone. Now the thing is, with me and the microphone, well, let's come back to that. But I recorded my spot on something that I thought was interesting. And it turned out pretty good because it was short enough that I could make it pretty good, and uh, the audio quality was, uh, it wasn't loud enough. I kind of sent her raw, and I was like, let me know what you think of this, and then I'll record a uh, final, and she used the raw. Sometimes it bees that way, but it was fine. And I was like, you know what, this seems like a lot less effort than putting stuff up on the YouTube channel, because I still wanted to create. So, I started a podcast using the uh, Jonathan Blade brand and my intro. My handle is Jonathan Blade. Now, I thought I would come back to it later and maybe use that as a placeholder because I didn't have an idea for what it should be about, and I didn't really want it to be about anything specifically. I didn't want to lock myself down uh, until I figured out what I wanted to do with it. I just wanted it to be about things that I was interested in and maybe talk to my friends on mic. I've had some really interesting conversations with people, by the by, but not even as casual as I was thinking on my own show. I've been on some other shows since, and I've had some really probably too casual conversations on the microphone. But I started a show, and 
it was a lot of fun and it was a lot of work because I am not very good on the microphone. Like I know sometimes I sound really good on the microphone, but I am not very good on the microphone. In the raw, I pause a lot. I have a lot of mic ticks, a lot of mouth sounds. I, I suck my teeth a lot, take lots of breaths. I say um a lot, and I've learned to condition myself not to do those things as often to get a cleaner recording. I also speak from my throat as opposed to speaking from the diaphragm, which you can hear on the mic. It sounds like I'm tense all the time because I probably kind of am. And so the recording podcast has been its own challenge, but it's also been really cool. And I thought there might be a next creative thing I would dive into after the podcast, but no, it's it's just been the podcast. I put things up on the YouTube channel from time to time, but it's mostly the podcast, and I'm still excited to see where the podcast can go. Like, there are all manner of interesting interviews I can have with people because the format is open, and I have some coming up sometime this year, and there are all manner of interesting things that I can talk about on the show, and also it gives me an avenue to do that on other people's shows. So what started as a fun hobby for me has become a nice pastime. There's a podcast network in my hometown of Richmond, Virginia, called the Geeks Under the Influence Podcast Network. And that was started by a gentleman that I used to do stand-up comedy with, Mike Bickett. They have a lot of shows, and because the people that are on those shows are in my wheelhouse as far as pop-cultural nerddom, I fit nicely on those shows, so I've guested on those shows a few times, and it's really cool, and it's a lot of fun, and I feel like I could probably guest on some other things and slot in pretty nicely as well. So I'm hoping to be able to expand that avenue of what I do, too. Like, there's a lot of fun to be had here, and I'll tell you honestly, my middle-aged life, as it is, I'm very middle-aged, and my life is not bad at all. I have wonderful family and wonderful friends. I have my health, decent job, all those things. But the seasoning in my life right now is being able to create things. So I'm still enjoying this quite a bit. And so I thought there would be a next thing, but the next thing is still the podcast. And so I am endeavoring to create more episodes of the podcast. So we'll see what comes. There are a lot of things, a lot of things that come to me, and I don't know if people want to hear about those things, and I guess it kind of doesn't matter because the podcast is an outlet for me, and when I say these things on mic and I present these things, I'm hoping that the output will be interesting, but that I can do something fun with it in the production so that the audience will find it interesting as well. But mostly... It's for me, and I'm still enjoying it. So there will be more of my handle as Jonathan Blade to come. More tech stuff, I'm sure. I, something I'm very interested in that I don't talk about enough here is technology. I feel like, I guess I don't feel like I have enough skin in the game to be talking about technology on mic all the time, but it is mobile tech is something I know a lot about because I've been following the mobile tech industry and products for a number of years, like deep diving the stuff in, in a 
tech nerd way where you'll talk to other people that are into technology and they don't know what you're talking about. Same thing, not with current knowledge, but uh, my my uh, legacy knowledge of uh, comic books runs pretty deep too, just from being a nerd for so long. And movies, I still love movies, and I'll always be up for talking about movies on mic. And perhaps I'll bring in some things of uh, family or some social issues, which I talked about a little bit during the, the Trump administration. I was very frustrated. And a lot of those frustrations don't go away. You just, for a lot of us, we just reach a point of, uh, we're like, oh, the status quo is not great, but I don't feel the same impending doom. I feel a different impending doom. So let's sally forth. Also, I stopped listening to news every day. Like after the Trump administration, I stopped listening to the news every day because I was listening to NPR every day. I was reading the BBC every day. I was watching the evening news, not every day, but almost every day, like four or five times a week. But I don't do that anymore. Much healthier place to be. It'd probably be better to know exactly what's going on in the world, though. If something happens, I will jump on BBC immediately and be like, oh, what's going on? And if it's not there, then I probably won't see it until it gets there. Like, I still look at NPR. They still pop up with news stories, too. But uh, <laughs> somehow in my mind, BBC is more impartial. So I refer to them first. But that's neither here nor there. This is just about five years and a celebration of these five years. And as I said, I've talked about things I'm into, but I've also had some really cool guests on the show. I've had my son on a couple times, which was so awesome because he is 16 and doesn't like to do stuff, but he was willing to do some episodes of the show with me. So that feels pretty good. Like he's at the age where he might never do that again. So I'm glad that I have those episodes recorded and in the can, as they say. I've had some conversations with dear, dear friends where I haven't had an opportunity to have conversations like that with people for years up until that point in time. And that was so cool. So uh, more stuff like that, please. As always, anyone is welcome on the show. All you need to do is have a topic, a focused topic. And we can talk around that topic. We can go anywhere in that discussion, but the topic gives us a through line. But I'm willing to talk to anybody about their thing. It doesn't even have to be something I'm interested in or know anything about. We'll make a conversation. The <laughs> the thing for me is, I said earlier, is I'm not a natural on the microphone, so I need preparation. I just don't, I can't just drop into a conversation. Not usually, unless it's about a focused nothing. Like, I really can't drop into a conversation about nothing. But I can drop into a focused conversation if you give me some prep time so that I can make some efforts to provide structure for where we're going with the conversation. Same with myself. Same with me being on the mic. And I guess that's where we are to the current day. There's no next thing. The next thing is this because I'm not done with the podcast. Five years of content creation on the internet. Yes, I existed on the internet before that. But these five years have been more gratifying than anything I did the previous years leading up to that point in time on the internet. So hopefully we'll see you on the next one. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, I'm David. And I'd like to tell you about my favorite number, which is the number five. 
and the number five is my favorite number because it has one straight line here. And then it has a round line on the bottom here. And then it has another line on the top. I love singing about the number five. Give me five. Ah, give me five. Give me five. Give me one, two, three, four. Give me five. Give me one, two, three, four. But if you 